Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This is the Bill Squire Show. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Bill Squire Show. I'm your host, Bill Squire. Hi. Hi. And uh, <laughs> my girlfriend's back. Hi. Up- upon popular, unpopular demand, don't care either uh, way. There was someone that said that they turned it off when you came on because all you do is scream. I'm sorry, do you want me to whisper, bitch? <laughs> yeah, do you want, you want an ASMR podcast? doing asmr also fuck you because i'm partially deaf thank you <laughs> by my own personal she's, choices but she's sensitive about it my ears are large but my hearing is small <laughs> uh very fun start to this podcast also there is merch now for the bill squire show oh my god i thought you were gonna say murder and i got excited there's not murder yet yeah. we will see uh but there is merch and the merch is bill squire show related there's uh a logo for the bill squire show there is the whoopsie shirt which is the or there's whoopsie merchandise it's, it's a design that says uh, there is no joy without destruction because she loves destroying things that's her life motto mm-hmm she barks it at me every day. Yep. And then also I put up one of my old t-shirt designs Ooh. from uh, when I had the joke about Slubber to Gullion and it had a reference to Biggie Smalls and it's a pretty fun shirt if you know I have the, the shirt. Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, it's a good shirt, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know, now you know, fella. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did you buy it from me or did I just give you one? Did you think I buy anything from you? Good point. I bought you like a bunch of things. Does it make me an asshole? No. Okay. All right. That sounded like I was an asshole. But it makes you an asshole if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you listening, I was pointing at the camera. So please buy some stuff and help support the podcast. So I can quit my job. Yes. That's that's the goal. That's the, that's want... absolutely the entire goal of mm-hmm. this. No, yeah. it's not. I mean, it's just fun. But this is fun, but that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, social norms. Let's get into it. Oh, God. I'm not prepared for this. I didn't bring my notes. Um, What did we... What were we? How were we? Well, you, wanted to talk we? About, you wanted to talk about dreams. You wanted to talk about a few different things. Well, I'm just giving you topics because I don't like not knowing what we're going to talk about. All right. Well... I also feel like I'm I not opening down. my mouth enough to <laughs> talk right now. Uh, what? What? Are, you? You said with someone at work, you were having a discussion about social norms. I love talking about social norms because I think social norms are overall ridiculous. 
um what i called them was fucking bullshit i think we were talking about basically like the way um just how how everyone's work year is set up like you work for a company for a year and you get like what a week of paid vacation and then after two years it's two weeks paid vacation and after five years it's three weeks paid vacation Mm -hmm. like that's fucking kind of bullshit and it's a bullshit concept that everybody is forced to buy into well it's also a concept that's very american because in like european countries you get vacation yeah whatever job you do you get vacation whatever job you have you get health care it's not so, I, like there's this whole thing in America where you're supposed to just work your fucking ass off and just just grind and grind and grind and be stressed all the time. And that's why and, we like in these other countries, like people are like, no, I do my job and it's good, but also I need to be able to fucking cut loose. And that's kind of like the thing that got this whole conversation started was like working in a kitchen. The culture and the way the management culture has been trained and the way it has been for so long is just to like if you're in charge of like in any capacity you fucking take the people that you have and you grind them and you make them work so fucking hard until like what did he what was but you you feed them shit and you keep them in the dark and you grind and grind and grind until like until they rise to the occasion mm -hmm. without fucking giving them anything to help them to rise to said occasion that they supposedly will just fucking rise to. Like, that's not how it is. And Did you say supposedly or supposedly? I don't remember. I, I said it all so fast. Supposedly. Thank you. Not supposedly. Supposedly. Suppo- no. Ugh. But it's just like, that's not how you treat people. And it's like, kitchen culture is weird. Kitchen culture is weird, but that's, I mean, you, you mirror that for a lot of other cultures, a lot of other job cultures. It's all about grinding and doing like, work. And like, I, I there's so many, down every day. so many vacations that I went on when I would take a vacation would just be working vacations because I couldn't afford to really take a vacation and not be making money. Yeah. So like, I need to break even on that week. Mm-hmm. So like, I'd take my, it'd be basically be like, Okay, I'm working here. I'm going to bring my family, and they're going to try and have fun while I have to go work at night. The summers that I have told you that I ran away mm-hmm. during, like, those weren't all fun and games. Like, I was also working, and it, it was a, just a traveling working thing, and you mm-hmm. got to pick what events you wanted to work, and you had to be there by a certain time and do this and that, and it's, it's a 10 to 12-hour day. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. And that's not really but that, vacation and, and relaxing because it, you know, you're yeah, on somebody else's schedule. You're on somebody else's schedule, but like you get to pick and choose what days you want to be and where. It's nice. It's like it's something. Good lord, whoopsie. Good lord. She's like, what is the loudest toy that I can play with so I can get the attention and put it on me? All right. That's the social norm you want to talk about? I guess, like, that was really the th- the main thing was just the way people live their lives and they're forced to yeah, well, live the way. Again, very American thing because we have this whole, like, 
hard work is everything. And hard work until work I hard... die, which is bullshit. Right. I agree. Because we have this life. We don't know what else there is. And, and we work so fucking much. And that's why when I was younger, I saw how hard my dad worked and how unsatisfied he was. And, like, he's he's a very good provider and he's a very good person, but he, he's not he wasn't satisfied with his work it was it was driving him crazy and it has driven him crazy whereas i wanted a job that i would like to like i'm lucky to have a job where every day i get to go and do something that's very fun this is why this was a very good conversation for me and him to have is because the way that his brain works is i'm working 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 always towards this goal mm-hmm. and there's no time for shenanigans whereas me my brain I was that brain for Mm -hmm. a very not very long time I was that brain for my very first job and I worked my ass off until I was burnt out before I was 20 yeah so fuck that I'm not doing that anymore no it's it's very difficult and like I had to learn how to take time off like that was a difficult thing for me it's I still feel bad now yeah and we sh- you shouldn't feel bad taking time off. I, I and people I do, shouldn't make you feel guilty for taking time off. Nobody's making me feel guilty besides myself. But no, but like the culture, that's what you're talking about, the social norms of it. Like that's what makes people feel guilty. Fuck is everybody like, else. Whereas, like, I mean, you saw it with people talking shit. Mary's dad passed away, and people were like, "It's taking time off work." Like being assholes because people had this whole mentality where. You're never like work is more important than anything else. It's and it's they not, they try to a, the work is not your fucking mafia boss, bro. Right, and they try to explain these things and like justify it, and but like really they're putting work before all these different things, whether they're, including like, they're, their they're, health, their, their yeah. health, their family, their religion. They're putting work before all that stuff, and you can't tell me that's a healthy way to live your life. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying the exact opposite. I say my fucking baseline is have fun or die. Well, that's why I made my... I wanted to go into a job that was fun because... And again, it's not always fun. There's stressful things that go on. But, like, when I'm on the air and when I'm doing stand-up comedy, that's very fun. The other parts of it are not fun at all. Like, working in a kitchen is and can be, like super fun and I wouldn't say relaxing exactly but like it's casual as long as you can do your job and everybody else Mm -hmm. around you can do their job so as long as everybody's putting their best foot forward and doing what they can for the team and you're acting as a team then everybody can have fucking fun right and and it's not to say that your work should make you miserable or you should not work hard absolutely you should work hard but you should be able to work hard and you should also be able to relax and play hard and do all like have balance in your life like balance in your life is a very good thing balance in your life and even like ba- like a balance at work is recently I agree. A, a big thing for me yeah because i do a lot and i don't want to do all the things all the fucking time right. but i do because it makes it easier for this person then down the down the line somewhere it'll make it easier for me like, uh, I'm leaving for three days. They're going to have to fucking figure it out. Yeah, and they will, and they'll be okay. They'll be. But, I mean, they'll miss water. you. They'll miss you, but, you know, you'll be. They'll Everything will be all right. All right. I want to talk about dreams. My weird dreams. You said you've had some weird dreams. God, okay. Now I got to remember my weird fucking okay. creepy alien eating people dream. You first. Ooh, all right. Well, I had. 
some weird dreams this week. But I, I, there's only two that I can even think of right now. This is what happens when you're not 100% pre- prepared because, like, I keep my notes on my phone, but then my note, my phone is also uh, directing the episode right now. Well, so your, your phone has too many drops. Get it a vacation. It does need a vacation. But, <laughs> and when we are on vacation, it's going to definitely be on vacation. All right. I've had two sex dreams. Go on. Do you want to hear about them? I haven't heard about them yet, so yes. Well, I, I had... Ooh. What? Yes. Stop. I don't even want to no. talk. No. Oh, I come on. on. Is it about your mom? No, 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 no. Oh, I did have... Ah! No. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't have one about my mom. I had one about someone I work with, and I had someone about... Well, I had one about one... The lady with the candy about... on her desk? <laughs> There's a few... Uh, and then, okay, so you had to force them with a bunch of ladies who can't just saying there's Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A few Damn it. women okay. that have candy on their desk, but they, they haven't been around. Uh, mm. And one is an ex-girlfriend. Okay, go on. So I'm not scared. Which one do you want first? Pick You pick. I'm not going to know which one it is until you what? tell me. Well, no, thing. you say, do you want the work person or the ex person no because then i look like a creep whichever one i pick be the creep no be the creep be the creep be the tails which is what whichever one had more butts in it they have the same amount of butts no no no. pick one all right i've assigned them heads and tails now tails and all right so that's the x okay which one who carly okay and it wasn't. This is not out of like I'm not. None of this is making me uncomfortable. I didn't think any of it was gonna make. It's making me uncomfortable. It's making you uncomfortable. And it's blatantly obvious to me. Yes, I'm very uncomfortable right now because I don't want to have these sex dreams. It's okay. But I had some sex dreams, and they were like that one. That one was like not that many nights ago. It was like last night or the night before, but it wasn't even like like it was just we were back in a relationship. And it was just like routine sex. So it wasn't even like a sexy dream. It was just like, and this is the point of the night where we have sex. How many, okay, how many nights ago was this? This was, you know, I think it was Thursday night. Thursday night, okay. Or no, no, because you weren't here. So it might have been Friday night. Because you were here Thursday. So it was Friday night. It was Thursday, what day? It was last night. It was last night this morning. Okay. Well, okay, think about that and think about the recent conversations that we've had. Mm-hmm. The emotional ones. Emotional things. 
emotion. Should we share any emotional things? No emotional things. Okay. Not my feelings, by the way. Okay, some of mine. but Some of yours, mostly mine. Mostly mine. But I think that that, like... That plays into it. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I think the other one, the other one, again, and it was very similar to this, where it wasn't like a horny sex dream it was just part of like what was going on yeah and in this one i had a sex dream about mary and i've okay. never had a sex dream about mary before but it was right it was before her dad well, mary passed also away. had a fun dream about me well mary had a sex dream about <laughs> me uh and she in in the sex dream it was just like her it was before her dad passed away i think sex dreams are like uh it, it's a I don't know anything about again, dreams and dream again, therapy. Again, this isn't like anything. I, but... Like we saw, like I didn't even see any either of them get naked or anything like that. It's just we did. I think it was like implied, like almost like sitcom sex, where where it's like, okay, I guess it's that time, door, and then like door closes. door closes, the sheets go over your head, and then sex is implied. I I think that the my opinion is that sex dreams don't always have to come from a place of come. horniness. Fuck you. But it's a place of comfort. Yeah. So you and Mary are really good friends. You mm. and Carly are really good friends. You right. guys, have, you've known each other for a long time. And that's why I don't think it was like, like a horny dream. It was just like, it was that sitcom. And also, I've been watching WandaVision, which is without me, mind you, everyone. I tried to watch it with you. You fell asleep. The, the, even the one time. It. The one. Well, you know, I'll watch it again. It's mm, good. It's not the same. It, oh, no. see, this is why I love her. Hmm. Does she care that I'm having sex dreams about other girls? No. Hmm. Does she get mad when I'm watching a TV show without her? Yes. That's my kind of woman. Rude. Hmm. Anyways, I continue hope I have a sex dream sex. about Wanda now. Good. Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she watches this or listens. I will tag her in this. I'll post this. Oh. I, I can't believe I haven't. If you do that without me, I will also be mad. <laughs> I I can't believe I haven't had her on this show yet. I'm gonna get her on very soon. Yeah, get your shit together, Bill. All right, I think we got enough now recorded to get things going to the next segment, which is my buddy Mike Head and him and I are doing a show at Hilarities on February 11th, and uh, it's called Bill and Head's Excellent Adventure, which is fun. And then, I'm sorry, why isn't it? Called Bill's giving head to an excellent event. What? Why is? Because I didn't name it. Sam. All right, I'm starting to agree with the lady about your yelling. Fuck you. <laughs> well, my ears though—they're big, but there's the hearing small. Is that what you said? Well, I'm, I'm digging a hole right now. I made her mad with two things: watching TV show without her, making fun of her hearing, in her ears. I'm scared. <laughs> like legit. And that awkward silence means it's time for Mike Head on this episode of the Bill Squire Show. And I'm here with my buddy Mike Head, who is doing a show with me at Hilarities, February 11th. It's called Bill and Head's Excellent Adventure, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm all right. Um just a couple of quick things. I'll tell them to you, 
like I'm telling them to the audience. But uh, I have merch now for the Bill Squire show. If you want to check that out, you can go to the links in my bios or linktree.com slash Bill Squire. I got hats and t-shirts and I'm actually going to do uh, some of my old merch that I used to have. Uh, that was like the, the cake guardian thing. Like so, some of my more popular shirts and stuff that I had in the past will be available in the shop soon. So I'm excited about that. Uh, what are you doing for merch okay. these days? Uh, I have just yeah, I've been using the same shirt for the past. I don't know. Four right. or five years, actually. If it but, works, though, and what does it say yeah. on it? It says Godhead on it. That's what there it says. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, people love this. It was a dumb idea, and I was just like, let and me try it. Ideas. The dumb ideas are the ones that made me, like, the most money. Like, my first shirt that I sold, like, a ton of was I participated. It said, I participated in the drinking Olympics, and all I got was this lousy child. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, and but it's like it, you know it works for like every demographic. Everybody thinks it's silly, so yeah. it's one of those things where and you know got head. That's you go. Oh, he's a comedian, but it's also you know, yeah, who doesn't want head? <laughs> right, right, yeah, definitely, man. And now, now the the newer version of the shirt has like my silhouette like profile on it, so like it just oh, nice. shows the you know side view of my head, so. Right. Uh, I mean, they're doing okay. I might go back to the old one where it just had the just the got head. head on it. Yeah, yeah. just the simplicity yeah. and like it, it just moved. I mean, in this day and age, just you got especially after the year we've had and you're out there doing gigs and stuff, you got to make as much money as you can. So, you know, yeah, man, do it, do it. These clubs um, don't pay. No, these clubs where, don't pay anything. <laughs> where are you at right now? Um, I'm in Wichita, Kansas. So at the, the Looney Bin. Looney Bin, yeah. Yeah, man. So I don't know if you have, have you ever been down here? To, no, to, I've never uh, done. I was supposed to do Looney Bins a while. Like, I'm talking like over 10 years ago. Oh, and really? Things happened and it never worked out. So I just never really. And and when I was working the road, I had like a pretty good network. And I, and like that one never came up. Like, that was never one that like worked out for me but it like i still had a full schedule so i was like that's all right and yeah. also like that was when i was i don't know i'm not opposed to going there i just haven't been there i heard i heard they're fun rooms though yeah they're fun rooms yeah. uh they're, they're pretty cool man you know they got, they got a con- pretty consistent following some sometimes like on there they have you headline like the the open mic nights on a wednesday or thursday it's like six people there but you know mm-hmm. the rest of the weekend it's, it's pretty yeah, but cool. sometimes it's nice to get those early like get in there, get a feel for the room and just see what it's like. Like, cause I'm especially there's some, some weird comedy clubs out there where the the layout is just strange. And especially like, (laughs) like they, well, cause now like the improvs and the funny bones, they, they make those things almost like theaters. Yeah. And so like getting acclimated to those rooms is different. Like you go, you know, they're, they're like tiered seating and stuff like that. And so like the ideal situation for a comedy club, low ceilings, tightly packed into a room. But when you go into those big cavernous clubs, you, you got to kind of figure out like you're just get used to being on that stage. Yeah. And there's almost a different type of pace and pattern that you have to go to, you know, as far as your, your, your timing or your jokes, when you get in those big, theater rooms like the, the the improvs and the funny bones you know so yeah exactly exactly and yeah. that's that's yeah that's kind of what i was talking about like whereas 
when it's a little more intimate, you can kind of just, I don't know, I feel like there's more of a connection with the crowd and like you're Definitely. feeding off of them more. But when it's that bigger room, like, yeah, you do have to kind of adjust your your pace and everything and kind of let the whole joke wash over everybody and also not just play to the people in the front row because the people in the back want to have fun too. And they, you know, you can't uh, just goof on the front row. Yeah. What do you, what do you prefer? You, I mean, you like, cause I know sometimes like those big crowds, people want to be in front of like 400, 500 people. But uh, I just found that sometimes like the, the jokes may fall, you know, fall flat sometimes, I, you know, I, I, I agree in that. I'll take, I'm not as not even about as much of like the amount of people in the room, but the setup yeah. of the room. Like, give me right. the room yeah. with the the low ceilings where they're packed in, mm-hmm. and that's that's my favorite. Like, go bananas in uh, Columbus or in Cincinnati okay. has that yeah. kind of setup. They're they're remodeling, so I don't know what it's going to look like, but that that place was okay. always a place that like where the laughter was like thunder. And uh, so you, you have that connection. It, it sat probably 200 and 250. So it was like a pretty good sized crowd. But man, it was just, you would like, you'd feel like the whole place shake and it, and there wasn't, you know, these high ceilings. But then I'm also used to hilarities where it's like a theater. So you get yeah. used to that too. So at this point, I'm just happy to be able to perform anywhere because <laughs> right, yeah. I'm dying, man. You're at least yeah. out there doing the road a little bit. A tiny bit, man. This is this is like the, I, I can't remember if I had I had a road gig a couple weeks ago, man. But like, yeah, I mean, it's it's just hard. Everybody's saying the same thing, you know. They're only booking like local talent. The headliners are bringing their features, right? You know, they're not gonna headline me because I, you know, I'm not gonna put any butts in seats. But it's just. You know, well, appearance on the Bill Squire show might change that, at least for, hopefully for hilarities on <laughs> February 11th. Get the tickets. It's going to be a good show. Um, right. Do you uh, what do you do during the day when you're like out on the road? Like, what's your routine like? You know, I don't I, uh, usually I get up, I work out, I may go for a run or something like that. Mobile phone companies say they offer home Internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Leftovers. Or... The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um get something to eat and usually kind of try to uh, tweak my set a little bit. You know, I get a lot of writing done when I'm on, you know, when I'm on the road uh, because it's, it's, it's a chance for me. I'm in a, I'm not in my city. So I get Mm -hmm. to like, just throw out different bits, you know, and just see if they stick, man. And I'm just always kind of like 
just changing the order of my jokes and things like that. So it, it, yeah, that's what I usually do throughout and, the day. And it's nice to have that freedom of, like you said, being out like in a place where people don't really know you. So they don't know what you're throwing out there or what like that, whatever. But also there's an energy to that and an excitement to trying out that new material where you know, like, all right, I'm going to not put this at the top. I'm just going to throw this out there, see if it works. And then, like maybe you start that on Thursday and then by Saturday you're like, okay, I have all the beats of this now and now I can really start developing it. And that's like, that's my favorite feeling. And that's what I miss the most about being like a full-time road comic is having that, that arc of building a bit where you go from like an idea to a joke, to a bit, to a chunk and just watching it develop. And then like, maybe you, you go to a place twice a year and, you know, the local comics be like, oh, I remember when you started that bit and where it is now is like incredible. Like yeah. that, that's such a fun feeling. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest feelings. Yeah. So, yeah. What? Do you, how do you, I guess, like approach writing? Do you have a, a joke book and then, or do you, are you one of those people that just like have a concept and then you just go on stage and work it out all on stage? Like what is? I would say approach? I'm I'm more of a, like I'll write down one word ideas okay and then like kind of flesh it out from there and then i I record all my sets so then i know what i said and so basically Mm -hmm. like the first time i'm ever doing a bit i'll just go up there and just throw it out there and just kind of you know usually usually the first time i do it it's actually a really short joke so like Mm -hmm. it'll be like a setup punch situation and then as i get more comfortable with that and get those laughs then I'll see if I can actually build it into a, a chunk of material or if it's just going to be like a little like, you know, quick thing. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. it's really just, and then like kind of matching it with other stuff in your set and, but also making sure it's not too reliant on other things in your set where like, if yeah. you don't do this joke, you can't do that <laughs> joke. And like, I kind of have a bit like that right now about my dog where I have to mention that I have stepkids or I can't do the joke about my dog because it, right. they're, they're tied together. But what that has forced me to do is come up with new jokes about my stepkids, which is, you know, been a little bit fun to to try and figure that out. So I'm not mm-hmm. just doing the same jokes from like old albums and stuff. It's I'm coming up with new ways to talk about things that I've already brought up in my my shows before. Yeah. 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 And you have a lot of stuff like that because, you know, you you have daughters and they're like, they're, honestly, right now, your kids are in the prime writing years. <laughs> right yeah yeah exactly yeah i was thinking about that i'm like damn what once they get too old man i'm like what am i gonna write about <laughs> right know? like those but those teenage years where they're like figuring themselves out and they like they're kind of sparring with you and testing you you get a yeah. lot of material from that just because there's so much conflict with them and not like that you like hate each other but like that's just right natural progression of teenagers yeah yep exactly Exactly. how are they handling all this like the pandemic and stuff like that how how, how's it been on them um they don't i mean they're they're just locked into their cell phones you know it's not even really affecting them (laughs) man it's just (laughs) 20 like they don't give a damn it's just tiktok every day for them you know 14 hours a day that's you know I'm always reluctant of like the new apps and you like make fun of me like oh TikTok's stupid. But then once you see how like they customize the algorithm for you, 
I I get sucked in. I'll be like, I'll be on TikTok for like an hour, two hours at night. I'll just be like, turn on the Cavs <laughs> game, and I'll open TikTok, and then I'll just be watching these videos. And you know, it's not the dances or anything like that. It's like funny sketches yeah. that people are doing that are like right up my alley. And it's just, it's you're like, God damn, all right, I get it. I get why these kids are on TikTok. I get it. They, they have yeah. built a platform that's full of weird silly creative people that uh and then also just uncomfortable stuff too which i love i love that uncomfortable like weird that the people that have no self-awareness uh, on tiktok <laughs> there's so many of those people no. they're so cringy <laughs> I, I no self-awareness yeah where they're just that's like hilarious. some like 55 year old guy like trying to do some like goth dance and it's yeah. so, and you're just like, what? You, what's wrong with you? But give me more. <laughs> yep, that's funny, man. But yeah, they, you know, my oldest daughter, she's 17 now, man. So she just, you know, she's just a loner. Just yeah. does not want to talk. Doesn't want to communicate on her cell phone. Well, my 12 year old is, yeah. It's just, you know, it's a little like, different. My kids are there. My youngest is 18 now. So okay, but when they were like that age, they're like they were very similar, like, especially like middle child. And now she posts all these things. Like when you had all this trauma, blah, blah, like, and nobody cares. I'm like, we cared. Stop acting like me and your mom didn't care about what's going on with you. We tried to do everything we could for you. You wouldn't tell us what was going on. You would kept, you lied to us all the time. Like, what are we supposed to do? We are not detectives. We are not doctors. We don't know how to break you down and get you to tell oh us the gosh. truth. We know that you are doing all this, you know, you're going through, situations that you put yourself into and then you act like we weren't there for you it's like fuck you we, we tried we tried yeah man it's just and it's hard not to take it personal oh, that's right. what it is yeah like like you take i just got finished facetiming my daughters man and it was like i was facetiming strangers that that's how they were interacting with me and it was just like i'm sitting on the phone like ah all right, man. I'll talk to y'all later. Just bye, whatever. Because right. they just they they just were so dry towards me. Yeah, <laughs> and, but, like, and I've you know, and I've been gone for like five days now, and they just I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, and again, that is part of the age, and it's part of the age we live in, and it's also like it's the challenge is to find something that you can talk about with them that they will be interested in, and it's so hard because the things that they're interested in are so foreign to us. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like almost like you have to like honestly what pick what works the best for me is in a fun way trying to pick a fight with them about something that's like you know like one thing that i did with uh one of my kids he was really into victoria justice and then so like anytime ariana grande got more popular and this is like years ago when like so Ariana Grande got super popular. And so I'd always be like, man, do you see how in like, there was this weird rivalry with her in uh, Ariana Grande, but it was like only important to my son. Like he's the yeah. only one that cared. And so I'd just always bring it up and like, that would get him fired up. And he'd be like, well, do you know about this and this and this? And I'm like, <laughs> but like just finding those ways to get into their, their psyche. And so like, maybe you yeah. can find a way to fight with your kids more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> But in like fun ways, you know, he just got it. Right. But it's still, it, it's, it's one of those things that just as fast as that started working, it went away because their interests changed so quickly. And, and Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But and then they're like, dad, that's old. Like, why are you still, 
and I'm just like, but I like this song, you know, and it's just like, dude, that, that that's old is like one of those things where I'm so baffled by it because they play though, like, especially when a song's first out, they'll listen to it so many times. Oh, and man. I'm like, well, you're going to, and like, you're like, don't listen to it too much. You're going to get sick of it. And then they, and then by the time we come around, we're like, okay, this is an okay song now. And they're like, ah, I don't want to hear that anymore. Exactly. All right. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's real yeah. tough. Yeah. Um, I've been uh just you know during pandemic and everything like that, you, you just do what you do to kill time. And I just uh first started watching the Blade movies. Have you ever seen the Blade movies? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm digging them, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's such an, a, a ridiculous uh, premise, but it's so fun in that world. Yeah. And, but I was thinking about like superhero powers. And if you could have a superhero power that would help with the world in 2021, with everything that's going on, with the pandemic, with race relations, with uh, misinformation and QAnon, stuff like that, what would your superpower be? to help out in 2021 and i'll give you mine first so you have a moment to to think about yours because i'm putting you on the spot here but i'm thinking <laughs> that if i had like a 2021 superpower it would be to just turn people's phones off so like if people are like on their phone and they're like getting this information or they're like fighting with somebody on facebook and and then you just like you can go okay your phone doesn't work for two weeks so now you just have to, have to live, and they, and they have to just live without it for two weeks. Yeah. yeah, I think that I think that would help a lot with people just kind of going back to living their lives in the real world versus going down those you know threads, whatever they may be. Because I mean, I know yeah. there's a lot of people that get sucked into things like QAnon, and and that that can have da- dangerous ramifications. But even just like for me in twenty twenty, I I bought too many shoes. And I could have had some, if someone had turned my phone off a little bit more, I would have uh, probably appreciated that. Yeah. I see all your shoes in the, in yeah. the background. It's a lot of shoes, man. There's a lot of shoes, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess with, you know, like you said, just everything that's going on, the pandemic, I guess my pick, you know, and you know, race relations and stuff like that. I don't know. I think my superpower would be to just like touch people and just like make them go colorblind. You know what I mean? Oh, there, just, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, that would be it right there. There yeah. you go. That's a good good one because then, yeah, just like almost like race blind, where it's just like, oh, the, yeah, all people like how people always try to talk about like, oh, I don't see color. I don't see it's like exactly. You do. You do. You do. You do. Treat people different. You don't. What one thing that makes me crazy when someone's trying to talk about and this is kind of like something i had to deprogram myself from is where you go oh like white people will say things like i i'm not racist like i have you know these black friends or like they they have like they try to qualify these things or they'll say things and this is the one that makes me the most crazy it's like well if they would just act right or act like us or act i'm like well then you're asking them to not be themselves Right. That's, yeah. Like you can't you can't qualify someone's existence by having them be more common to you. And that's yeah. just really unfair to everyone. And also, what do you think that you're doing that you have so figured out? <laughs> like the fucking arrogance of that and be like, well, they could just listen, talk like us and sound like us and live like us. It's like 
you you suck too. Like, <laughs> right. stop, stop yeah. this arrogance. Everything that we use on a daily basis isn't built by us. I didn't build my cell phone. I don't know how this shit works. I just get the right. benefit from it. So I think we need to all take a step back and realize how bad at things we really are. Yeah. And that's, and you know, discussions like this have to keep happening because, you know, sometimes people ignore it, man, but, oh, you yeah. know, and they, and they don't realize that just, you know, not to change the mood, but like, that's, that's kind of like the world, you know, that we live in, like my family has lived in. It's like, we, we were like raised to adjust to, you know, kind of like a, a, a white America. We had to like, you know, we have to be careful of what we name our kids and how we talk and, and things like that. So to your point, like that's, that's, that's what we've kind of had to do for a long right. time. And that's, that's exactly like what makes me crazy where people, yeah. Like having to worry about what you name your kids. Meanwhile, there's some like white lady naming her kid, like uh, ravioli because I'm Italian. And yeah, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> Get away some dumb shit. Also, if you name your kid ravioli, uh, let me know because that's hilarious. Don't, don't right. name your kid ravioli. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's it's. I, I don't think people have that empathy. That'd be another good su- superpower is just to make people more empathetic, like immediately, where they could just see what other people go through on a daily basis to understand where they're coming from and what they have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, yeah this, this podcast is like supposed to be comedy, but it always ends up being like therapy. Right. Yeah. Um, so as far as doing stand up and, and everything, um, what's your like overall like next step? Like I know I know you're trying to work and stuff like that. Are you do you have like an album planned? Like do you want to do have do you have any albums out? I don't have any albums out, man. Oh, uh, I have an album out. <laughs> I'm actually doing a dry bar taping, you know, oh, you uh, go. you know, coming up in, in, in the spring, I'm gonna do one in May. Uh, and so I, I, I wanted to ha- give myself enough time to kind of clean up my material, you know, um, and like literally cleaning up, make sure I'm not cursing as much on stage. Oh, cause actually when I, cause actually when I first started comedy, you know, I was more of a, you know, people consider me a cleaner comic, but just going through the ups and downs, highs and lows of comedy, it turns you into like a kind of a bitter human being. <laughs> yes, no. I, I know that feeling exactly. But also I know that, yeah, like there's like not even just uh, dark, like uh, dirty humor, but like darker humor gets into your life. But exactly. I, I real clean, too. And um, that's a great thing to to kind of focus on for a while because it opens so many doors when you can just yeah. clean sets and make people laugh. And, you know, that dry bar community is pretty, like, rabid comedy fans. I mean, you've seen what, like, Par- Paramore's been doing uh, with his mm-hmm. you know, I got to hit him up. I'm supposed to do his show. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, he's, like, there's there's some good, uh, there's some good stuff out there as far as yeah. just doing clean comedy. And also, it's kind of a fun challenge to, to make things that are are so clean but so silly and funny like i i love that challenge yeah yeah definitely yeah so i'm I'm looking forward to it I'm supposed to be recording an album at um good nights in in raleigh um through through helium you know mm-hmm. that'll you know that'll be cool uh i probably would be doing that you know closer to the springtime too as well so, so you got some yeah. stuff on the docket 
Yeah, a little bit, man. I think it's it's just about time to come out with an album. Yeah, I think um, you do. I think uh, you you should. I mean, Rob Ward just recorded his album. Mary's album's coming out. Uh, yeah, you you're, you're going to record an album. It's it's about time to have Cleveland really start sticking some pins in the map and letting everybody know that we got some good comics here and absolutely they need to be paid attention to right yeah 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 uh, as far as next steps man i don't know that's about it yeah what's uh what's like your overall like moment where you're like okay i'm i'm a stand-up comedian now like i'm i'm doing it <laughs> oh what's that moment or have i gotten to that moment have you got that moment like but like we have those moments like like the first time you get paid or the first time like you get like an applause break or something like that like i remember just doing the improv open mic and getting like like they'd bump us up like first time you go on you get like three minutes and i remember the first time i got like eight minutes and i went up and just destroyed and i was like yeah i can do this and that's like the, the first year in my comedy career. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I can make money doing this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I've had a couple moments like that because I'm all, I'm always doubting myself. Mm-hmm. Um, is my my internet connection still? It's cool? getting a little bit. Can you uh, still hear me? I can just, still hear you. You just got a little grainy there for a minute. A little. Sh- okay. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've had a couple of moments like that in my career because I'm always like second guessing myself, man. So I think like like you, like the first time I did uh, comedy at the Improv, I was I was doing Swinson's class and I, mm-hmm. you know, kind of crushed it my first time. And he's just like, oh, he pulled me off stage like, dude, you realize what you just did out there? And I was like, no, I did. You know, it was my mm-hmm. first time. I don't I don't know. I don't know but, um, you know, like, then, like the next. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I was like, is it supposed to be like that? And then the next five times I did it, I just sucked at it. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but you know, I think last year or a year, year and a half ago or whatever, when I was a finalist for the stand up for NBC thing, um, you know, that was, that was a huge moment for me and and just being in NBC studios and, and, um, you know, talking to them and that just meeting all those people and just being one of the, you know, considered one of the best in the country, man. So that yeah, was, that was cool. Real huge, man. Well, you, you talk about doubting yourself. And I think that's something that every comic does at different levels. Uh, in just, you know, for, for people that are confident enough to go on stage and think everybody should listen to what we say, we are fragile in a lot of ways too. Like we have thick yeah. skin in certain ways, but then like just, always trying to promote yourself and trying to get people to, to, and, and like now we're, we're based in a world where it's algorithm based. And, you know, if your stuff doesn't show up, your, your fans don't see it and, and you're trying to build this audience and it's just, it's really, uh, it's really tough and it can be like detrimental to your psyche to like, be like, man, I, why am I not doing better? Because you see yeah. other people getting good things or getting, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, success and you're just like how come how come i can't connect with people that way and that's exactly. that's one thing that i have struggled with so much is trying to get people to connect with what i'm trying to yeah. do and like to, to have them be excited about it and and mm-hmm. you know you see some people that are so good at that you know mary's very very good at i mean she's a phenomenal comic but she's also very good at being excited about her opportunities Whereas mm-hmm. if I have something that I'm trying to promote, I feel like an asshole 
even talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to be excited for myself. Yeah, yeah. I have that same problem, man. People say the same thing. Why don't you promote it more? Why don't you talk about it more? Because I'm actually like, I'm just not off stage. I'm very private mm -hmm. and very kind of like socially distant. I don't really talk a whole lot. I'm not the life of the party. I'm not going to be, you know, posting stuff every, I'm, I'm really never on, you know, social media, really. Right, Only right. when I got a show, I post and I ghost, you know, and yeah. then I'm off and I'm not. Ghost. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Posting ghost. Yeah, man. No, so. that, and that's tough. And like, the thing is, I'm, I'm on social media a lot, but I just, I post what I want to post, but that doesn't necessarily get out into the world or to the people that I want to see, because the way the algorithm works is like, you got to post a picture of food or you got to do some <laughs> selfie or some shit like this, or you got to have a weight loss challenge. It's like, no, I do. I say funny shit on the radio and then I try and share that funny shit out into the world. Yeah. And that's what I want to share. I don't need, nobody cares about my fucking living room like they don't want to see my decorations no yeah yeah and that's that was that's one reason why i started doing like the celebrity impressions and stuff like that just because it was another way to just kind of like promote myself yeah it's, it's 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 never really been something that i really wanted to do i just was like i gotta find something to like have a presence on yeah. social media i wasn't good at doing like like skits or sketch comedy yeah. kind of like so i was like well i can do voices i said let's try that and see how it goes and oh they're good though and you you yeah. do have that ability to do those voices um and then you see some people like i follow this one dude he's a voiceover actor and like yeah. so he's got this great booming voice he's like like he sounds like the the doing like uh movie trailers and stuff like it okay he sounds like yeah. that but he talks yeah. about like Oreos and like food and stuff like that. So it's it's this juxtaposition of this amazing voice with these silly situations. And so I, you know, it's like having that like a epiphany moment where you can figure that out, or like our friend Jason Banks who figured out those sketches of doing like him and his you know fake kids and shit like yeah. that, like yeah. figuring that out and and having that blow up. Uh, you know, it's just, I'm very impressed by people that can figure out how to work that medium because like, we know how to make people laugh, but being able to do it in, at every different levels, very, uh, very yeah. different than just being able to go on stage and tell jokes. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It is an art form. Definitely. Yeah. yeah so, all right, man, well, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Um, at comedian Mike head on Instagram. Um, I gotta, I gotta make my stuff more seamless, but, uh, at Mike head funny on my Facebook, you know, um, fan page. And then, uh, Mike head is funny on YouTube. So that's my YouTube channel with all my, you know, celebrity okay. sketches and impressions and stuff. All so. right. Well, uh, come check us out at hilarities on, uh, February 11th. We're going to be doing uh, bill and heads, excellent adventure. We're, we're going to have some fun stuff going on there. And then, you know, when his album comes out, we'll definitely let you know about that. And sure. uh, I'll see you in a couple weeks, man. All right, man. Have a good weekend. All right. You too, man. This is the Bill Squire show.
Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.